When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Yes, Mark Braybrook again. No, Paddy. Still not feeling 100%, but we will touch base with him at some time during the morning to get a couple of his most memorable moments. But while Paddy is not here on this Tuesday morning, Heels is back from his sojourn. G'day, Marcus. How are you? Hi, everyone. Um, yes, geez, there's a lot of new things going on here. Really? Top tens and... Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, Paddy Crook. Well, Unbelievable. The, while the cat's away. Didn't he ever play? Yeah. Hey? Uh, no, my whirlwind. God, what about that? Last Friday, a week ago, I was in Adelaide. Yep. No, no, Melbourne. No. Yes. Melbourne yes. with Merv. Then Saturday, Sunday, uh, Adelaide. Then mm-hmm. did the show Monday morning from Adelaide and then came home, did the show Tuesday here and then went to New Zealand mm-hmm. for a oh, conference. Corporate, conference. You're calling conference. it a conference. We, <laughs> called it a, we called it a junker. <laughs> Mate, yes. they're tiring. Those conferences, right? Yeah. They are very. Did you have a tiring. desk, a table you had to sit at, and were given pens and notepads? Yes. Oh, you were. Yes, there was a session, oh, and okay. uh, then we teamed in. What do you call it? Zoomed in, I suppose yeah. it was, with the VP of marketing for Budweiser, okay. um, who's a mate of Craig Hutchison, our Over owner. In Qatar or not? In Qatar, yeah. yeah. He, he's still in New York. He's oh. going to Qatar the next day, I think he was. But how they've uh, pivoted from uh, not being able to sell beer, and how they've still got. A hundred million dollars worth of value. If he wasn't quite sure about whether that was the case or not, but it puts them in good stead to make sure the deal comes their way in twenty twenty four twenty. Yeah, the 26. next one, which 26. is in North America. Yes. So that's what they really want. So that's why they've decided to hold firm, and they've got seventy five activations around the world. Right. So those sorts of things can still work. And so, yeah, well, um, it was very, very impressive that uh, Hutchie got a fellow called Richard Oppie on the on the line. Mm-hmm. And okay. So, so, and then we, so uh, that was the serious part. Yeah. I have seen videos. Yes. Some videos. Of Did you see Smithy, Smithy singing? singing. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Smithy <laughs> singing. Very good, West Virginia, because his son went to West Take Virginia. Take Me Home Country Road yeah. by John Denver, yeah. Yeah, son went to West Virginia University and right, played okay. football, soccer for, right. for that uni. So they used to sing it every day yep. uh, and he'd visited lots of games. So uh, well, he was very good. He, he had a voice as well as the words. He knew he knew everything. <laughs> so so what did you sing? So nothing. And Brandy Alexander, he didn't uh, get up. He, he sang Whiteley? on the bus. Brandy had sung something on the bus on the way home from a tour and he wouldn't get up at night. Right. So uh, no, Jared, very quiet. Right. Um, okay. Uh, then we had the Ian's lunch. On right. Sunday, the Ian's lunch. There's uh, about we're up to about fifteen now. Oh, I just thought Ian Smith was going to be the new guest right. this year, but he brought along Ian Jones, the All Black, oh. and so that was awesome. Uh, and and very impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so tall and thin now, really lean, right? Because he does triathlons. Do the and triathlons. We, we had yeah. him on the show, have we? Or not that I know. Of. No, no, that no. was the other All Black that does the marathon running. Yeah, who Richie McCall? Yeah, I yeah. Think. Well, he's like I've I met him. I don't know a couple of years ago. Mm. He was a helicopter pilot over on a tour of New Zealand, and he'd lost twelve kilos since he was playing. 
Mm. So they, they do downsize, especially if you're doing that. Uh, yeah. He does the real uh, marathon stuff, ones, panel, yeah, real yeah. up and down mountains, mountain stuff, biking, yeah. carry a canoe for a while up yeah. and over the ground, get it back in the water, or ultra ultra jobs. So, yeah. so yeah, then. And then I got home uh, Sunday night. Well, you brushed through. Did you go to Queenstown? Did you, well, yeah, yeah, just Auckland for the first time. Yeah. We saw the SENZ studios. Yeah. Uh, had a dinner in Auckland. Then we went to Queenstown oh. and had a look around there. Had a few tours organised, wineries. I had a nine holes of golf. With Did the you boys. play disc golf? You can play disc golf at Queenstown. No, and I d- I've only heard about that since returning. Oh, okay. So you know when you're there in Queenstown, you got the sort of the bay in front of you, and on the left hand side there it looks like the botanical gardens. Around mm-hmm. in all those trees, there's these little metal buckets with little like netball. Oh, a like golf course. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. Go and you bang, bang, take bang. your frisbee and you can play golf. Mm. Uh, frisbee oh, I golf. have heard about that only yesterday, yeah. and then I had a, the funeral of my one of my best mates yesterday. Okay. So oh, who passed away? On the Friday in when I was in Melbourne. Oh, wow. So I got that news just before we went on air. Okay. And uh, he had an accident. So, yeah, that's, yeah, it was no good. It was a good day, though. It was a good day. So it's been a whirlwind. Whirlwind. So much has happened since you've oh, been away, Hills. It never stops, does it? I know. And I, here I was in New Zealand. I had real trouble with the three-hour time difference. Did you? I was going to watch everything. The <laughs> AFL, W, Grand Final, all the, all the football, all the Wallabies, nothing. And Saw nothing. 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 Well, the Lions got beaten, as you know. Now, how did they do that? How did Melbourne do that to us? They We discussed this yesterday, and Craig Stasevich made the point, and I think uh, Zorks did as well. They just kept the ball in tight. Mm. And so the Lions, who have greater running capacity and and speed, et cetera, couldn't get any any room. It'd be like in NRL circumstances, up in their face defence, not letting the ball get out to the wing, et cetera, and they just smothered, basically. And the Lions, we scored two goals in the space of about three minutes in the first quarter. That's it. Yeah. That was it. Wow. They must be good. You've got to be good to hold that together Mm. if you're Melbourne, like make sure your hands are safe, your kicking's accurate. Yep, they were good. Uh, And Lions couldn't do anything. Is that what Richmond did to us when they beat us through the year, 18-14? Yeah. I wonder Most if probably. they're the same sort of yeah. thing. And we're we don't want our Lions girls to stop dead yeah. still like Melbourne men did. Once we're a bit people, off. I think we're a bit off. Were we? A bit yeah. nervous? How, the, maybe how over, the ground look? I mean, Craig Stassi has made the point. Maybe, oh, the ground's great. Brighton Homes have done a remarkable job. Yeah. Brighton Homes Arena, Michael Voss Oval, it's called, and Brighton Homes Arena. It was outstanding. Yeah. He also got, it It reminded me a bit of Alan Field. It, yes. It's a little bit like that with, uh, you know, those tiers with, grass and concrete seats sort of yep. thing, and then some hills to sit on, a wonderful grandstand, a bit like the Matt Hayden and Stuart Law grandstands to, to sit in, and the massive Lions administrative office, and they've got a kick room. That's yeah. what that's what Zork's What's that, under it. the office? No, it, it's, a, it's an aircraft hangar. Yeah, that's right. But it's is, not is a it room. in that building? Call, no, it's another building altogether. Oh, right, eh? And Zork's called it the kick room. I said, what do you mean a room? That's a that's an aircraft hangar. Yeah. It's, it's a really, really good... Um, setup they've got out there and the train I caught the train I said for the second time since I've been in Brisbane Hills 30 years yep. caught the train out to Springfield Central got off 100 metres into the ground yes when I finished my pre-game stuff back on the train it was waiting for me as if I'd ordered it yes and I left we're off air at Ooh. 5 to 1 clockwork I was back watching a game and listening to the game in my home by 1.30 right before eh? the National Anthem so you like trains you like trains now well yeah it was the good. only it was way right. to get in and out of, right. well, out of Suncorp too, bus for me. Yeah. Bus. Yeah. 13.13.55 is the Brighton Homes open line, or you can send us a text 0467 736 736. You might have a question for Heels about his sojourn, his conference over in New Zealand. Oh. 
or you might even have a question for Heels about the cricket, which the test match starts tomorrow. Heels, can you believe that we're starting a summer of test cricket in Perth? It's different, isn't in it? Brisbane. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Um, and you can understand how lower profile it is, the Brisbane test in other states come the first test of most summers. So anyway, the, the headlines have made it over, haven't they, from the whacker? Mm. Uh, that, uh, are the crowd going to turn up? Are they going to hammer Cricket Australia? Are they going to boo Pat Cummins when he opens from the Justin Langer end? Uh, incredible stuff. You know, we've all been part of that. We're, Western Australia have done that before. So hopefully the team doesn't uh, get personal and take that personal. It's just uh, you'll get through that. Um, you reckon they will? Yeah. Yeah, there, there should be. There's always uh, some under boo me when I, they thought Zura should have got back in the Australian team again. Uh, then Gilly copped it when he went over to the West. Uh, and Mike Whitney, our whole team was, was get, copying a bit of this for some reason in the late 80s. Um, so I don't, I don't really know. But, you know, they might give it to Alex Harry. You know, for Josh Inglis, they, they might start a push for him. Um, so just get ready, boys. Uh, but I think something will happen about the JL type uh, thing. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, that's all happening. I think this Australian team is one of the best we've ever had. Really? But but they have to get going. They have to start playing like that. that there's been too many excuses and not enough consistency. Uh, and th- they're a very, very capable and uh, quality team. And I hope they just – they should really belt the West Indies. Remarkably, he seems to have been in the side for some time now, but uh, this is only the first test match in Perth in two years because of COVID. We haven't I think it there. might be in three. Three years, yeah. yeah. So, And this is Cameron Green's first test match on home soil. It's actually been a bit of a blessing disguise, I think. Um, I would have been very nervous, I think, if it was one of my first games in Perth, but no, it's nice kind of being away um, in new environments. Um, and when you're, when you're on the road, you kind of have to be around your team a lot more, so I think I'm pretty grateful that um, I kind of had the opportunity to, to kind of play games away and, and really get to know the guys, so no, it's probably a good thing. His batting's clicked in Test cricket. Mm. I, I, you know, there's a bit of criticism of him making 70 and 80, not 100. But well, B, if your number six is doing that for you, that's great. Um, I just hope his bowling does. He's got to bowl. He's got to come on, inject himself into this really talented bowling attack and bowl five over spells if that's all it takes. Swing the ball, bump the ball, try your slower balls, get a wicket, get breakthroughs, and you might get three or four in a row. So... I just want to see that bowling of his uh, click. Well, that was going to be my question for you. Does he have that variety yet? Does he understand how good he is or can be? Uh, he's got the variety because yeah. he's been good in one days yeah. and T20s recently. And at shield level. So so he's – but I think our bowlers are way too reluctant to bowl slower balls in test cricket. So, you know, set your mid-off and mid-on where they need to be and get some spooned catches that way. Uh, or have a batsman, you know, have a late fling at a ball, you know, thinking, oh, here's a, here's a juicy one and go for it and maybe in the hope of a top edge. So that variety is there. Now he's got to execute it, you know, in a very formal nature of test cricket. So he's good enough and hopefully he goes well. But, yeah, Travis Head, great test start. Uh, Steve Smith reckons he's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Marnus Labashane, I want to – he's got to get going. Kawaja's got to bat better now in the test series than he has been in the in the uh, domestic summer. So And David Warner's in great form. This mm. is a great team. Well, Steve Smith did speak about his form heading into the first test of the summer. 
Yeah, I started to get some some nice rhythm in my batting, um, something that I've lacked for a while now. So um, feel like I'm in a, a good place. Um, you know, I felt really good out in the middle against our boys yesterday, which is usually a good sign if I'm feeling good out there. So um, nah, I'm in a good place, and I'm excited to hopefully spend a lot of time in the middle this summer. I think Cricket Australia will be hoping that's the case if they bat first, because that could be you know one of the only ways we get to the weekend. A Wednesday start, Test matches in the modern era, don't tend to last five days. No. Um, so it's going to be interesting too, Heels, to see what the crowd's like. You talk yep. about the crowd, the reaction of the crowd to the Australian side. We want to see how many people actually turn up. Yeah, because the, the little pocket of 20 or 25 that normally, uh, you know, provide the, the bad voice, mm. uh, they'll stand out more in a crowd of 6,000. believe there's 6,000. They're expecting and 15 mem- to and turn up. turn up. But still 15,000 in a 60,000-seat stadium yeah. is going to look rather sparse. 15 at the Wacker looks a bit different. Yeah, it'll have a good atmosphere, though. It's a bit like the Gabba. They have, yeah. It holds a really nice atmosphere, um, Perth Stadium. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not fearful of that. I'm, I am fearful that uh, the Australian team won't be, won't be that popular um, for a lot of reasons. Steve Smith also spoke, Hills, about uh, being overlooked for the captaincy of the mm. one-day side in that match at the SCG where Pat Cummins was rested after captaining Australia for one game and Josh Hazelwood was given the opportunity. We had a little meeting um, before in, in Adelaide, before the first one day, and um, George and, and Ronnie made it clear that there's a sort of leadership group there within the, the one-day team and um, trying to develop more leaders, I suppose, was the, the way that, um, that it was explained to me. Mm. And you're not part of it. Mm. <laughs> That's a bit, bit harsh. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, I would have gone back to him. I've yeah. got no problems with him being our captain once again. So, yeah, but uh, hopefully now that he's found this rhythm, I wonder what he's been doing to get his rhythm back over so many years. Was he admitting it? Was he denying it? He, he, or was he just coping himself, you know, trying to bat, not feeling great? Well, I saw him in the nets, video filming in a film in the nets. He had all these, looked like st- notepads, stick it uh, yeah. on the Post-it edge, notes. Post-it notes on the edges of his bats, inside and outside. I don't know what that's about. That's what it looked like. It obviously is not post-it notes, but mm. it looked like he had these things. No, but up it could and be a wicketkeeper's nicking bat. That. Oh, okay. Right, so well, he was the one that was doing he, it. He was. Oh, was there a wicketkeeper behind him? At one stage, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what he's doing. He, he's, he, you know, he'll be shadowing. It's close, right. you know normal because he's a lunatic yeah. like that. Just he could bat forever, yep. and he'll be trying to hit it with the. They're sort of rubber. Okay. Rubber right. post-it notes on the side of the, a skinny bat. And and it goes through to the keeper. I was wondering why a batsman would want to try and practice yeah, edging yeah, yeah. the keeper. That's right. That's yeah. what he must. I would have, have thought doing. the last thing. But anyway, he's he has changed. Who wants the shadow bat? Yeah, yeah. me, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> the end you come. He has changed his technique, Steve Smith. You know, I got my hands to a position probably at the start of last summer, um, where I was close to I guess what I am now, but they weren't in sync with my feet and my upper half that were coming round. So now that I've got them all in sync together it feels really nice when I hit that first pull shot in Adelaide through mid-wicket it was kind of like wow I've actually got my bottom hand back I'm hitting the ball through mid-wicket off the back foot in a pull, pulling style um, you know that was what I was kind of after Ooh, he's made a pull shot sound hard hasn't he uh, <laughs> he wouldn't count sheep go to sleep he'd count deliveries wouldn't he yeah that's a good call yeah. he would but and when people first saw him bat they knew there's a lot of moving parts there 
and and the the size of those moving parts, the size of the step, the timing of the step, the timing of your shoulder and back hip coming through. The, when you've got so many moving parts, so many things can go wrong. And he's obviously had some time with things not going perfectly. It is 19 past six, breakfast with Patton Hills. Mark uh, in the chair for Paddy today. He'll be on the phone a couple of times with his uh, memorable moments of his 47-year career. So his voice is just not 100% today, but hopefully he'll be back with Hills tomorrow. It's been a tough couple of days for Vanessa, but she will have a spring and a step after the draft last night in the AFL. We better check traffic and weather, and then we'll see if she's a little bit uh, brighter than she was yesterday. How are you? Oh, Vanessa, the ground <laughs> was all right. Today. The ground was all right, was it? Oh, look, Springers was great. <laughs> um, just not so much the result. Yeah, Melbourne um, must have been good. Gee, they were they were good. They brought it. They mm. brought it to the Lions, didn't they? And just, you know, did not let them have an inch uh, to just get it to the forward fifty. And did they and look convert. like they wanted an inch? The the Melbourne team, or did they just dance around keeping the ball to themselves? No. I just think they were very disciplined. Mm. I just think they looked like a well-oiled machine and just... But they didn't get many either. No, low scoring all round. Yeah. We missed a goal on three-quarter time, Dakota Davis. And I'll put any blame, but it was Mm. one of those pivotal moments, wasn't it? Right on three-quarter time, that would have put the Lions in the lead. And the way the game was being played, um, you sort of thought that, Mm. Once they got the lead, like they, yeah. Once they got the lead, absolutely yeah. much easier to hold on to it. Than, yeah. than anyway, that was the behind. weekend. You'd be delighted now that oh. it's official. Will Ashcroft is going to be a lion, and everyone, including Zorks, will be joining us after seven to give yeah. us his uh, US report, but also talk about the draft. Says this bloke is a gun. Oh, well, I mean, what a night for the Lions to make the prelim and then to get two picks in the top twelve. Mm. I think we've done a very good job. Um, the two father sons uh, with. Uh, Jasper Fletcher as well coming on. The future is looking bright. North, um, North Melbourne had a crack for him too. Eh? Yeah, did, I think did. they expected they, that, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they put the bid in. Then yeah. that activates a deal with Hawthorne as well as North Melbourne. Do you understand all that? No, no. no. I, I understand just... Duckworth Lewis more than I understand that. <laughs> they seem to get all these first 12 picks yeah. and they weren't due to get one until 34 or something. So no, they've traded right. off. Seem to have traded off very well. I have no idea. No. I, I don't even know what the Zorks no, understands. The, the father son trumps it, and Does but there it? were some pick swaps as well. Okay, with those matching the bids. Yeah, 34, 30, yeah. 41. Yeah. But still, um, you still haven't explained look, it. No, no, <laughs> no <one has. laughs> not at all. But look, I'm very impressed. You know, especially Ashcroft. You know, his professionalism. I mean, these are young mm. men. They're not very old. You know, seventeen, eighteen years old. But they come with this real professionalism and the mm. way he was speaking. And yes, I think I can make an impact straight away if if that's what the Lions structure wants me to do. Um, you know, well, Zorks reckons he could have played last year. Amazing. He was good enough to play yeah. last year. So if he's yep. good enough last year, he's going to be even better this year. Right Bring over Nessie. You feel better today. That's yeah. good because of the draft. Good, good news. Again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>